0: Yeah, there's a lot of really great positive emotions out there and gratitude happens to be for me i view gratitude more as a tool than anything a tool of shifting state and it's and it's also a very powerful place to work from because when you're working in, in, from gratitude you're very effective and you're actually going and happy with life and also you know what when you're a grateful person people like being around you
1: Hello, and thank you for joining our podcast, Hope to Recharge, a show that is designed to bring hope, inspiration, motivation, and some practical tips to those that are battling depression and anxiety, and to those that are supporting loved ones that are going through the journey. In this difficult time of depression and anxiety i'm here to tell you you are not alone and we will live beyond depression and anxiety we will share our stories one story at a time in a world of mental health together is better i your host matana thank you for tuning in before we continue i would like to announce our sponsor betterhelp.com I myself just started with betterhelp.com. I'm excited to start with my new therapist. It's going to be very convenient for me because I travel a lot. I also have some time in the evenings that I can work and most therapists do not see past 8 p.m. Betterhelp.com is an online platform, over 4,000 therapists, and you can choose the one that is matching for you. It's affordable. It's accessible. It's convenient. It's secure. You can text them, you can chat with them, you can video call them, you can use your tablet, your computer, your phone. It's on the tip of your fingers. You don't have to travel anywhere. If you're remote and you're looking for a therapist and maybe your community doesn't have someone local that is specific therapist for what you need, why not sign up on betterhelp.com and get the therapist that fits your needs. It's also super private. You don't have to go anywhere and be seen in public if you're still struggling with Stigma. So visit BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com forward slash Hope to Recharge. They're offering our listeners 10% off on their first month. So go to BetterHelp.com forward slash Hope to Recharge. Find your therapist. Hello and welcome to Hope to Recharge Attitude of Gratitude Thursday. So usually I do a solo podcast episode on Thursdays, but Today I have a very special guest that means a lot to me and I'll tell you soon why and I asked him if he's willing to join me on Attitude of Gratitude Thursday and I'm going to have him also on a regular episode of Hope to Recharge but today we are going to discuss gratitude and today I'm going to introduce to you John Israel. John Israel is my life and business coach. He took me from the beginning of my thinking of this podcast to where I am now. He's walking alongside me in my project and my ups and downs in my roller coaster. Personal and business life journey. He knows everything about me, almost everything about me. And I'm honored to have him on my podcast discussing gratitude. Mm. Thank you for joining me here today.
0: Thanks for having me. What a great introduction. If only like when you meet someone for the first time, you could just have Matsunat do an introduction like that who you are. Hold on before we talk. Listen to this, then we can start our conversation right. Now. <laughs> thank you. Uh,
1: yeah, thank you for joining me here today. So, uh, the reason why I asked John to join me here is because John, before he became a life business coach, he went on a journey of gratitude and he is called now Mr. Thank you, aka John. So, People in the world know him as Mr. Thank You. I know him as John, but I got to him when I knew him as Mr. Thank You. I actually listened to his episode as he was a guest on the One Thing podcast, and I highly recommend that podcast. And I was addicted to that podcast. And when I heard the episode with John... I heard it, I think I listened to it over three times because he speaks a lot about gratitude and his journey in gratitude and his project. I really recommend you go listen to it. It's the one thing podcast. Do you know which episode it is? What number?
0: I think, so if you just Google John Israel and Israel spelled just like the country, I-S-R-A-E-L, first name's John, J-O-H-N, just type in John Israel and then one thing into Google and it'll be the first thing that pops up.
1: Okay, so go listen to it because there was so much in that episode that that will describe John and his journey. And what caught my attention was his passion to do the right thing Mm -hmm. and the fact that he surrounds himself with mentors and coaches. And some, in my eyes, somebody that's always growing always grows with people around him that are better than them. And I try to surround myself with people that are better than I am because I know that I have a lot to grow. And I always admire people that have coaches and mentors and workshops and stuff that take them to the next level. And he speaks a lot about his coaches in in this episode. And I reached out to him by email and I said, I loved your episode. And I want to know who your coach is because I want that coach. (laughs) Because it sounded like a coach that really develops your comfort, beyond your comfort zone and works with your ability and capability. And John responded, which was, first of all, I didn't even expect him to respond. Like I thought like he's like, never going to respond to my email, but I I send emails whenever I feel like I should. And whoever responds, responds. And he responded and it was really nice. And he gave me his mentors, his coach's name. And after back and forth, he said, and by the way, I'm also a coach. And I'm like, what? Can you coach me? (laughs) So we hopped on a few calls and we became, we we realized that we're we're really aligned with the same mission in life of, of developing our own passion. And it was, it's a really fun journey working with John. And I asked him if he can come share a little bit of his journey with gratitude. So John, how can we develop this conversation and help our audience in a very short amount of time on the Attitude of Gratitude Third Day on the topic of Attitude of Gratitude? And before you start, just give them a little bit of a background on where you came from, and the Mister Thank You Project, and how that yeah. developed.
0: Yeah, I'll give the the, the quick version of the Mister Thank You Project. So, um, so by trade, um, I was a gratitude salesman. So I worked for a corporate gifting company, and what I would do is I would work with uh, companies and businesses and consult with them on picking out the right types of gifts to give out to their clients or their employees around the holidays or after they get referrals or you know get quality business with people and. Uh, it was a really interesting world, you know. I was like a professional Santa Claus or a professional elf or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and, and uh, I, I uh, was at a really unique space because I was traveling a lot with that job and I was kind of going around the country I was our national events coordinator um, it just got to be a real a real tire on myself and my body and, and I was missing my family we were you know we were growing with, with we had our first child we were expecting our second and I was also in a stage of you know I was this gratitude salesman who was no longer grateful and oh. it was a really interesting space because I was just working so much I wasn't taking the time to enjoy where I was mm. that's kind of where the where the journey started in the end i would say the seeking of i would say consistency and alignment because you know how can i be this guy who says he's all about elevating gratitude for his clients but yet i don't embody it myself Mm. so that got me onto a journey of well how can i do that and i'm big with the one thing was a great book to me Uh, a lot of my project was built out of that and and another book by a gentleman named charles duhigg uh called the power of habit and he had something in there called a keystone habit which i love the concept which is essentially a keystone habit is a habit you have that creates other good habits. And uh in essentially, you know, the example of working out, what's great with working out is that you get physically better, but also because you're working out, you have to drink more water. Well, turns out water is also good for you. And because you're working out more, your body's more fatigued, so you sleep uh better and deeper when you're working out. And and so there's all, all these positive benefits with working out. So what Habit could I create around that same concept with gratitude? That's what I was looking for. And I had some really powerful experiences with um, handwritten thank you cards and not just like the thank you for the birthday present, thank you for the graduation present, thank you for the wedding gift, but really authentically telling somebody what they mean to me. Like that was really, that really stood out. So uh, I underwent a journey, and I, I hired my co- I had a coach that I was working with at the time um, to help me with this, and uh, and it became it didn't start as being known as the Mister Thank You Project. It, it, that was a later name. Um, it was first called the Year of Thank You, and a lot of people know that. Mm. And what I committed to was essentially handwriting five thank you cards every day for 365 consecutive days. And um, when you add those up, total those numbers, that's 1,825. Letters of appreciation. And, oh
1: my goodness!
0: Yeah, it was a, it was a it was a pretty crazy project and year, and it was life changing. I mean, you can imagine if you if you wrote that many handwritten cards in a year's time. I mean, you're going to experience some really powerful transformation, and that's what it was like. And so, um, I was really fortunate to have that message be heard in you know different different capacities. Pop Sugar heard about it, so they did an interview. Then they went to Fox News and ABC News and. Then I wrote a book and gave a TED talk on it, and it really has expanded rapidly. And um, and so now I, I speak on the topics of uh, of gratitude and appreciation as it relates to um, like client engagement. That's often what you know what companies hire me to come in and speak about. And um, and I do some life and business coaching as well with people that I meet in that in that journey. So that's kind of how the the whole project really started. I think does that does that answer your question, Mark. Yeah, that we, that
1: yeah. We got. But my question, another question, as you're speaking, why did you choose gratitude and not happiness or joy? Like, why was it gratitude?
0: Interesting question. So, um, the, there, uh, one of the things, the the way I open the book, right, the, the the Mr. Thank You Project book, is I say, you don't need to teach a child to be happy. But you do need to teach them to say thank you. Mm. And so that's what's distinct about gratitude and happiness is that children are naturally happy. Human beings have a natural connection with happiness. Mm. Gratitude is a reflective state where you literally need to pause and look and like attach happiness. It's your attaching meaning to an experience that you had. And, and so it's a very, um, I don't, would, wouldn't want to say better or worse or anything, but there's a, a higher level of awareness one needs to have to truly experience gratitude because you have to, no matter what's going on, be able to pause and look and say, well, what's grateful here? What can I appreciate? Or what's beautiful about this moment or this person or what somebody did for me? Mm. That's really the distinction of how I view gratitude and happiness. Both great, they kind of you know, in, you know, influence and interact. But that's how I would say they're distinct.
1: So you said originally that you did it because you were feeling... Uh, you were teaching gratitude to clients, like how to be thank- uh, grateful to their clients, but you felt a lack of in your life. Did it achieve that after?
0: Yeah. So it, that's a really great question. So um, it was. It, it is a living project. While like I did complete my year and I wrote my 1825 thank you cards, um, there are so many lessons that you can't unlearn. And one of the really powerful ones that I still kind of like comes to the forefront constantly is um, uh, by Dr. Robert Emmons. So for those of you, who, you know, listeners who don't know, he's the foremost um, researcher on gratitude and its effects on you know human psychology and our brain and our, our physical body. And he had a wonderful definition of gratitude, which is the um, uh, gratitude is the emotion one feels when you receive a gift or experience Something as a gift, and what that means is, if you look at that, and we've all experienced gratitude to some capacity when, you know, somebody gave you a really surprising gift, right? Let's say it was it wasn't your birthday, and someone did something really nice for you. And how do you feel that, like, that warm, just like, uh, just appreciation? You might it might feel like love or happiness, whatever. But that, that's gratitude, right? We all have an experience of that. The other part of that definition I feel is really the the more powerful part, which is when you receive a gift or experience something as a gift. So the experiencing of something as a gift is really a choice. And so, for example, there are experiences in our lives that were painful, that we wish in the moment did not happen. And it could be a breakup of a relationship. It could be a business par- partnership that dissolved. It could be um, any number of things that have pain attached to it. But now, with time, you could look back and... and you can say, wow, I'm actually glad that happened. And because that happened, I was able to meet this person, or I was able to start this business, or it forced me to learn Mm -hmm. something I would have never been able to learn had everything worked out perfectly. Mm -hmm. So in that moment, by reflecting on the experience that was painful, you can attach positive meaning and feel gratitude. Like you can perceive it like, wow, that was a real gift to me that I experienced that. So the, I say that that was one of the most powerful lessons because when I constantly feel or experience pain or challenge or something that like, man, I wish this didn't happen this way, There, you know, there is the ability to pause and say, where is the gift? Where Where is the benefit here that I can gain, that I can extract to make this something powerful? Because our state really affects a lot of our life. And if I go through a challenge and I be annoyed by it for a length of time, well, that's going to affect other areas of my life. The quicker that I can shift from pain to gratitude or appreciation, the quicker I can be. I can actually enjoy life, mm-hmm. right? And so there's a, there, there are so many lessons. And, and the thing I would also challenge a lot of listeners uh, to consider is when you look at your life, right? I think all of us can get that, right? Like you'd be like, yeah, I can remember times that I wish didn't happen at the time, but now I'm I'm grateful for it. But I would also lobby to challenge that there are moments in your life that you you still have pain attached to that you wish didn't happen. And I'm not saying that we should just you know, throw some roses on it and say it's all better. But to just consider that there is an opportunity to find a gift, to find a benefit and to ask yourself, what can I be grateful about this experience? Where is the gifts? Where is the lesson that I can learn that I can feel grateful that, that that would shift my thinking about it? And when you can find that gift, that's where you can really transform a lot of painful experiences. Mm. The beautiful... Moments that you can now reflect on with gratitude.
1: So, what you're saying is, 2020 hindsight is easy to see the gratitude. Like most times, we can see if we really what, like, we're removed from the pain, things worked out or things evolved from it. So, it's easy to see the gratitude. But in the moment of the challenge, it's hard to step back from the pain and remove ourselves and say, "Okay, zone in, focus. There must be something you can be grateful. It doesn't mean you have to be grateful for the pain or for whatever is actually." hurting, but something around it that we can find and say, and that's where the shift happens.
0: Yeah. And, and Mata, it's a great point because really what you're looking at is, and this is what will help someone with just a a general more joyful life is how quick can you make that transition Mm -hmm. there will no be no shortage of breakdowns in your life (laughs) (laughs) you could be the most successful wealthy uh uh, purpose-driven human being and you're still going to get hit with things that you that you you don't expect can i uh, i know we're keeping this episode relatively short can i share one go go
1: ahead you have we have time
0: (laughs) This is something that I hope you guys can have as a takeaway for how you can apply this. All right, because th- th- this was really, really powerful during the year. So um, I'm a graduate of Gonzaga University in Washington State, which is a small um, uh, liberal arts university, and we're it's a small school, but we're really known for basketball. We have one of the best basketball teams in the in the country. Mm-hmm. So there's something called March Madness, where it's like everyone goes crazy, they make brackets, bet money. I mean, there's so it's such a fun thing. It's for like four weeks. All these teams kind of pair up all across the country, and ultimately, that's where how they find the national champion of NCAA basketball. And so, my school was that they were ranked number one in the country that year, which we've never been. And we went into the tournament, and we're doing great. We make it to the national championship. Never in school's history have we ever been here, and we lose. And it was a North Carolina Tar Heels. It was a painful game. It was not. It was an ugly game. It was and yeah, here's the thing, Matsana. I'm not a big sports person, and I've heard people get really like depressed or upset or like you know throw trash cans at cars in the you know after like if their team loses, you know, they just get so upset. I never really understood that until that day, right <laughs> when, that day, when I had that day, I, I literally felt sick to my stomach. like I can't honestly Rick recall feeling super depressed in my life, but if I ever was close to it, that was the day. And Broken. I just, uh, I was so sad. And it was real, it was just sad. That's really what I identified the emotion as. Right. And now, so here's the thing. It was 9pm, Sunday night, and I still needed to... Uh, Monday night. And I still needed to write my five thank you cards. Well, let me tell you, the last thing I wanted to do in that moment, Matsana, was to be grateful for oh anything, for anyone but i i but here this is an interesting we'll talk about this in the main episode but one of the rules was for any uh for any day that i missed writing five thank you cards i had to donate $1000 to charity so i i had to write my cards no matter what so i i sat there and i thought and this was a great mantra that came up to me which was in a moment of challenge how can i bring gratitude to this experience what came to me was okay let's look at this what is great what is beautiful about this experience and i said you know what? We didn't lose the national championship. What we just did was we had the absolute greatest season in our university's history. This is arguably the best basketball team we have ever had like that deserves celebration. Right. So what I thought to do was to actually handwrite a thank you card to every single member of the Gonzaga men's basketball team. And so I went on, uh, you know, ncaa.com. I got everybody's names. I went through their whole season. I looked up all of their best games so- that they were written up in the newspaper and just like anything that I could about each players and when they were key players. I mean, I wrote a letter to everybody, the coach, Mark Few, who is like kind of a hero of mine. He's kind of the leader of the organization. And um, I wrote them to the red shirt people who didn't even play and I said you know what championship teams are not made on championship games are made in every single practice so thank you so much for showing up and challenging our team to be the best that they could be I can't tell you how quickly it shifted from being stressed depressed sad pain you know in pain to like wow what a joyful experience (gasps) And I wrote all these letters and I, I think I wrote about like 10 because it was like the, oh no, no, I wrote like 15 because it was like the staff, the team, you know, everybody. Wow. So here was the crazy part. So instantly, totally shifted the experience. Whenever I thought about the game and us losing, I was like, we didn't lose. That was the best best team we've ever had. Here was the crazy part. Two months later, I'd basically forgotten I had done this. No kidding. On my birthday, my wife hands me a letter. She's like, hey, you got this in the mail. And it, sa- and it says, addressed from Gonzaga men's basketball. Oh. And I'm like, no <laughs> way (laughs) and i I open it up and i look inside and it's actually a handwritten card from mark few the head coach of gonzaga and basketball thanking me for all the letters that i wrote to his team
1: oh i have the
0: chip Uh, matana it was unbelievable and wow it it was such like uh, you know i could you could call it a divine god needed to do that because that that now for me is a lesson I don't get to forget. Right. Because number one, I wasn't trying to get... I wasn't trying to elicit a response. I was just trying to be appreciative, trying to be grateful. And it did so many things for my life that just gave me a lesson, a story that I get to live with forever. So if I could you know, encourage your listeners to consider something, it would be... And this is an interesting thing is to... If you look at a time in your life that was maybe challenging or painful, it's hard to find gratitude. Find the person, maybe one person who was like the light in the tunnel. Mm. It was the person who gave you a little bit of hope, right? The hope to recharge Mm. that one person and then write them a letter thanking them for being with you along that side Mm. uh, alongside you and just notice how that experience in time starts to shift. It's not going to necessarily change overnight, but how it can start to really kind of crack open the shell to find positive meaning. In a challenging time.
1: Wow! So that so basically, you hold on to that moment of that shift when, and you're bringing it into when it's hard now in difficult times in your life when it pops up. You pull that memory, and you're like, "Oh, I have the tool. I could do this. I can shift from pain to gratitude." It doesn't mean that the pain is not there, and it doesn't mean that things are gonna change from that the situation might not change but the feeling we feel shifts and you have like a ticket to success now in your feelings because you have that too 100%
0: i mean what what is the what is the purpose of life? Why are we here? When when you ask people like, what do you really want out of life? You know, you play the why game, it's like, well, what do you really want? Why do you want that? Why do you want that? Why do you want that? Right. Keep digging down. Ultimately, what you get to is people to say, Well, I just want to be happy. Well, so then what's in the way of you feeling that every day? And sometimes so and sometimes it's just having the right tools to be able to shift in the moments when it doesn't feel good. And and that's that's what we discovered with gratitude. So there you go.
1: Wow. Thank you for sharing that experience. We're going to, we're going to have a very long episode with John. (laughs) A very long episode because we're going to have so much to discuss about not only gratitude, but our life journeys and finding our purpose and how and what is it like to be a coach and how to deal with people that go through hard times as a coach from the other side. And sometimes you go through your own stuff and how to disconnect from it. Also how to be a helper without getting enmeshed meshed in it, which is a big thing. I want to ask you a last question. What happens when you're trying to tap into gratitude and it's just not coming because whatever's going on yeah. is too heavy because we're human. So you could be Mr. Thank you. And with the label and all, but you're still human. What do you do? Do you go yeah. for a jog? Do you talk about it? Do you sing? Do you write?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. So the again, I love I speak in stories. So the story I have that is like the lesson for me there was one day I came home and it was like a really rough day, just like traffic, uh canceled appointments from clients, you know, email from another client with a problem with what they had purchased and just like just not good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. This is middle of the Mr. Thank You project and then I'm like, okay, well I'm just going to come home uh, I'm going to come home early, do my thank you cards, and have dinner with my family, and hope hopefully salvage the day. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, I come home early. I forget to tell my wife I'm coming home early, so I put the key in the door, and then the dog barks. Right? So, but when the dog barks, it wakes up one of our sleeping children. Um, who then starts screaming and then wakes up the other child that my wife was nursing that was about to fall asleep. So now I come into the house and I've got two, I got a barking dog, two screaming children and my wife with laser beams coming out of her eyes, like, <laughs> are you home? Right. Now? <laughs> and in Matra, again, similar experience. I was like, Oh, guess I'll go upstairs and write thank you cards to strangers. Um
1: I'm but, laughing because I see the experience in my life. <laughs> it was like, but was It's a painful experience. Yeah. Awful.
0: So here's the thing. I went upstairs and I tried and I couldn't do it. I just could not. I put the pen and paper. I, I just couldn't get anything of gratitude coming out of my, my head. So what I did, and this is, an, uh, I don't remember who taught me this or where it came from, but this, uh, this beautiful visual, I think we've spoke about this at a snow globe. And if you imagine like when you're in a really like high emotional state, positive or negative, especially in this case, we'll talk about negative. You had a lot of thoughts going on, a lot of anger, a lot of just like what's wrong with life right now. Imagine it like a snow globe and you're just like shaking it up and, and you, you can't really see straight. You can't see through it because it's just it's so tumultuous. So, but when you set the snow globe down and you just let it rest, what happens? It settles. It settles to the ground and you can see inside the snow globe clearly. So what I did was I literally turned the lights off in my office. I laid on the ground and I processed the day. Mm-hmm. I let all of my thoughts to come up, not judge them, not make them right, not make them wrong. Just notice them, allow them to go, and, and I just I sat there for ten minutes until I felt okay. I got up, I grabbed my journal, I wrote a few notes of like, well, what was I feeling? How am I feeling now? You know, I was like, okay, well, did I, you know, when I'm, what am I worried about? I'm worried that I just ruined my marriage. Did I really ruin my marriage? <laughs> not really, right? We'll be fine. Uh, they I ruin my children. No, they'll get sleep tonight. Right. So it's like in the moment, we take a little thing and we make it really big. And when I, once I did that and I was like, just able to, sh- I was able to not like shift into gratitude, but shift into a more neutral space. I was able to say, okay, who do I want to thank today? And then I was able to, and I wrote those cards by the way, super fast. It just came to me much more quickly, much more clearly. Mm. So the answer isn't always just to throw gratitude on top of pain. It's to sometime neutralize it first. And then from there, go to the next stage.
1: So basically, you're saying create the space to allow the gratitude to come.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or just peace, right? Yeah. Was, whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of really great positive emotions out there. And gratitude happens to be... For me, I view gratitude more as a tool than anything. Mm. Right? A tool of shifting state. Yeah. And it's, and it's also a very powerful place to work from. Because when you're right. working in, from gratitude, you're very effective. And you're actually yeah. enjoying and happy with life. And also, you right. know what? When you're a grateful person... People like being around you. That's right? exactly
1: are- John. That is my episode that came out today. I spoke about that. Oh, it came not. out this morning and I said, You might not like attracting people, but if you become grateful, you will attract people and you will suddenly attract people that like positive things in their life. You're just gonna attract that that positive energy. It's like a magnet. You get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Do you have, I I remember reading or seeing that you have these notes that you give out thank you cards or something as your project or not. Do do you have a mission or you had something at the end, right? A million cards, 10 million cards. So what Uh, was it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the mission with mystery, thank you. So obviously I, you know, I've surpassed my, you know, I, I I don't, I didn't continue writing five cards every day after the, I still write cards, but not just not as regularly. The mission now is... It's part of my keynote when I speak at places to just encourage and challenge people to start their own gratitude challenge. Not like what I did, but their own version. And I usually say, go with a 30-day challenge. Uh, Our mission now with Mr. Thank You is is to inspire 74 million Thank You cards written around the world. That's effectively 1% of the world's population. And we feel that, um, it was, that it's possible because thank you cards are not a new thing. It's not like no one's ever written one before. We just hope people bring, come to it with the new intentionality. And that's how, that's why we built out Mr. Thank You.com. So just mrthankyou.com. Um, you can go there. It shows our global gratitude number of how many cards we've inspired so far. And you can create a free account. And if you start your own gratitude challenge, your own thank you challenge, you can go there, create a free account. And every time you write a card to somebody, here's a pretty cool thing. Put their name and the date you gave it to them. And if you know it, their zip code. And what happens is we give you a gratitude map and it shows all of your gratitude where it spreads around the world. It's really wow. cool. Yeah. So so check it out. But that's our mission is to inspire 74 million thank you cards around the world. Because um, gosh, not only does it how it affects the individual who's the giver, because that's kind of what a lot of the experience was. like, man, it's really life-changing internally. Right. To see, by the way, Matana, to see how community starts to show up for you when you show up with gratitude and appreciation is remarkable. Yes. And um, it completely changed our family as yes. far as the community that we have and how they've shown up. And it's been a really, really beautiful place to live s- since doing the project.
1: I was going to ask you a question. <laughs> and you're going <laughs> to... You know how you ask me, how do you know that we achieved the goal? And I was going to ask you, that's how fun. do you know it, how you achieve the, your mission of uh, millions of thank you cards, but you have it as system in your
0: website? We built a metric to actually track it. So it's not like this like frou-frou one thing like, whoa, yeah, there's millions of cards. It's like, yeah. no, you want to track it. So if you if you're inspired to write cards, like please go to the website. It's yeah. there's there's uh we should probably sell something eventually. Like I'm sure we should, we should be selling thank you cards. We've got some design. We've got I
1: thought up. you were, I really thought you had black and white because maybe because the picture on your book is with you with thousands of cards in front of you. Uh, yeah. So maybe that's why I thought that you sell cars or mm-hmm. cards or maybe when you, I thought that if somebody writes a certain amount you give them cards or something, but, but you definitely should, because yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. And see how many they, who receives them and do like a worldwide project. But
0: yeah, you know,
1: that, that could sound, sound like something that could definitely take off. But, um, I'm glad you have that metrics to, to check the, your, your, your goal as somebody that always asks me, how do you track? How do we know if we achieved our goal? <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> for, for those of you, for those of you listening wondering what we're talking about. So, uh, when in a coaching conversation, I always like to ask, "How do we know if we've been successful in accomplishing this goal?" Because I think what's important about just in general a, a, a quality coaching or business relationship is that we're getting somewhere, right? We're actually we're not just thinking about stuff; we're we're getting to a result. So, and I yeah. don't
1: like that question, and I usually <laughs> make up an answer, but I don't really know. And I like the goal. I like the I like it evolving through the process because I don't really know how. And if I knew how, I probably wouldn't be speaking to you. So,
0: don't, and isn't that funny? Don't we always get there? We always,
1: always, always. Well, thank you so much for giving us that little nugget of your very, very wide range of nuggets of gold, of information, of how we can use gratitude and how we can shift the negative into positive, how we can invite more joy. And we will deep dive into a very long conversation in the future. But in the meantime, go grab John's episode on the one thing. It's powerful. And we'll give you more information on John. If you want to work with John, are you still available for coaching?
0: Yeah. So coaching is not my primary business where I like everything that it goes to, but I do love serving people in that capacity. So I always uh, keep room for about like, you know, three more clients or so. so.
1: Okay. Okay. So where do they find you? How does someone find you?
0: Great question. This is the best way to to get a hold of me. I mean, you can always find me on mrthankyou.com. Um, you can just email directly there. But my direct email is john, J-O-H-N at mr. Thank you.com. That's mrthankyou.com. That's mr you.com.
1: Okay. So go check him out. Really, awesome. really powerful stuff. Thank you for joining me here. If you want to share your journey and gratitude, go over to our Hope to Recharge community and share your journey with gratitude, your tips. We can always be inspired from others and grow from others' story. Thank you for joining me here today. Have a happy, happy day, a grateful day, a meaningful day. Bye, John. Thanks for joining me here.
0: Hi, guys. Thanks for having me.